Hey guys, I just have to give this disclaimer. So at the time of the recording um, of this episode, I thought Glorilla was from New York because the first time she was introduced to me was when Tomorrow 2 is dropping and, um, you know, on theirs featuring Cardi B, even though there is actually an original that doesn't feature Cardi B, but that um, the Cardi, you know, Cardi B's feature being added, that video came out and that's how I found out about Glorilla um i'm pretty sure if i'd I'd heard about her before like in passing um but i didn't know anything about her besides the fact that like her name is glorilla and so i just assumed she was from new york because i did literally did not know anything else and um yeah anyway (laughs) she is from tennessee uh and yeah so i just had to say that because i like talk about her as if like she's like like in my head she was from new york so some of the things that i say it may not seem like i thought she was from new york but to some people it might seem like i thought she was from new york and you're not bugging like i thought she was from new york anyway i'm done also want to add that i had a feeling i was like her accent sounds southern but I wasn't sure because I was like, I mean, I don't really know what a southern accent sounds like. I just know that her like her twang and like when she's like rapping, like I remember just thinking like this sounds mad like southern. Like, And I was like, maybe I just don't know anything. Maybe I'm just stupid. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much and enjoy this episode. OK, so like my bed's going to be loud. Um, Sorry. Anyway. Hi everyone. Um I have to like let some thoughts out. So I'm trying to tell myself, like, look, fam, it's not a big deal. You're not a bad person. You didn't kill anybody. Like you didn't do anything crazy. But like this, this is what's literally on my mind at the moment. And it's like kind of stressing me out. So I'm broke, right? Like I I'm so broke. And I feel so, like, bad about it. Like, I feel very negative about myself because I'm broke. And it's like, yeah, society, like, you know, capitalism, whatever. But, like, bitch, I'm still broke. Like, <laughs> like no amount of knowledge is going to change the fact that a bitch is still fucking broke. And she's about to, like, sit here and beg her family for money. Like, <laughs> she's really... And the thing is, like, I never beg them for, like, $100, like, $200. Because I'm like, bitch, I will turn up like hundreds myself like i will turn up all this amount of money um myself but when it comes to like food like literally when it comes to like food i don't mean like groceries i mean like a meal (laughs) a meal in new york city which could range from like i mean it depends on like how cheap the meal is because you know it could go from like a dollar to like thousands but like Typically when I'm asking my parents for money and it has to do with a meal, like I'm like out. So it's like from like, it's like 10 to $20. And yeah, like it's including everything like tip, taxes, whatever. And yeah, so I'll like ask for that. But then it's also like, a bitch has to smoke. Like I really like guys, like guys, this has been like a tough like month like it's been a tough it's been like a tough month and not because like you know 
you know, I want to like slip my wrist. Like it's just, it's not like that type of tough, even though, yes, like, literally my last episode I did when I, like, I did talk about like how I thought about self-harming. So it's kind of like a bad joke because it's like, no, like I actually really did think about that, but it feels like that was so long ago, but like it wasn't that, it was like what, like less than a week ago anyway, but I hope that gives you an idea of like how much is going on all the time that like less than a week ago feels like at least two weeks ago and I'm like I've been so much better since then it's like girl anyway so boom I'm gonna talk about my anxieties but um but like first let me talk about how like I am broke and I really want to smoke and like it's so hard because everything that I like anything is a shit just adds up so it's like even though it seems like cheap in the moment or even cheap um you know, when you're looking at it from, like, a day perspective, it's, like, I spend, like, 30 to $40 a day, and I don't have 30 $40 a day to spend, so it's just a lot, and, like, it's, it's just really stressful, because the things that I need to do every day, like, I don't obviously need to do it, but there are things, like, I feel like it's so hard for me to, like, build a routine. I am building a routine. It's happening, whatever. Like, hard does not equate impossible. Hard does not equate, um, you know, not, like, it being undone. But it's just more, like, it's, like, just a little difficult, just a little difficult because, um there's just so much that I have to like do consistently and to ensure that I can do it as positively as possible is so hard and it makes me second guess myself because it's like should things be this hard like I know people like people will say to me and it means a lot people will be like oh we all have our vices you know but it's like with those vices um it's hard for me as a person to like not feel some sort of like shame for even having vices <gasps> because I grew up straight edge even though I did have my vices back then like the when I look back and reflect on like my obsession with like anime and manga that was definitely an addiction but like <laughs> and it wasn't like an addiction like like, oh my gosh, she needs rehab. But it's just like addiction, like, you know, this impacts my life. Like, it had not been taken away from me. But like, had that been taken away from me, like, God knows what would have happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, God would have actually, like, what would have actually happened? Um. Anyway, so I bring all this up because it's like, bro, like, I like my routine of like smoking weed, going to like a coffee shop or like smoking me in general like because it just calms me down and it helps me like it helps like ground me it helps center me and it's not even about being high it's about like the ritual of it which is something I've known for a while and then like the high at the end really just like is like the icing on the cake right but it's really like ritualistic and so losing that ritual especially during a time like this month like now like the eclipse is gonna happen this week but it's just like it's just really intense like that's just what it is like it's just really intense and that helps calm me down and I'm just like really 
just always afraid of things like popping off. I'm always afraid of being like, of like things happening. And as the days go on, I think just comes from like healing and stuff like that. I feel like more um, capable of withstanding stuff like that. But I still don't really like want to. So like I still get like stressed out when I feel like I'm about to like deal with the situation that um that I just like that just may be a little too much for me to handle in a moment um or in that specific moment but anyway we're here and we're figuring it out but yeah so I said I would talk about my my anxieties but I don't remember what all of them are one anxiety I do want to talk about those like in my last episode I think it was or in my IDK what to call this episode like I saw about, like Lotto and Nicki Minaj and like first of all that shit I said about Nicki like makes me like a little like nervous one for obvious reasons but also too because and this is actually the primary reason and um the obvious reason is actually secondary but my primary reason is because it's like nikki um is like a legend and it's really hard to like critique legends um period like i think it's just really hard to critique legends because they're legendary and we've spent all of our lives like looking up to legends right like being a legend is a compliment like you could be an infamous legend and infamous tends to have like a negative connotation but ultimately like in our current society like being famous being remembered having like a bunch of like people who like support you or speak highly of you like these are all signs of success these are all positive things like quote-unquote positive reinforcements right like that's what those things are so um when someone's a legend that's like it's literally by default saying like they're like that's like putting them on a pedestal obviously and that pedestal is very a very positive one like we don't want bad people to be legends right and that's a rhetorical question well not a rhetorical question um it is a rhetorical question because like obviously i don't need you to answer but when I say it's not a rhetorical question, I mean, like, like, this is not one of those, like, obvious answers. Like, no. The idea of success, the idea of being becoming legendary status or worthy of legendary status, like, all of those things are subjective. And what we deem legendary may not actually be positive at all. But it's just, like, we just see it as positive, right? Like, we wouldn't want to give the legendary status to someone that we didn't think deserve to be on some sort of pedestal right and when you think about well what makes somebody worthy of being put on a pedestal really you have to look at our time you have to look at our time um the past that has led up to this time the relevant cultures that heavily influenced this time the um heritage that her that heavily influences this time blah 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 etc etc so with all that's being said highlighting all that subjectivity it's like I still think Nikki's like a legend and it's hard for me to critique her because what she did that I think is so worthy of like respect and putting on a pedestal is just like how she really like transformed the game and critiquing her coming at her feeling negative like feelings about her 
it just sucks that like there's really no way at this current time to like express those like critiques or those negative feelings without it feeling like I'm disrespecting her legendary status you know um and I think that a big part of that comes from how she presents herself in the public and how she displays her power and exercises her power in the public but I think it also has to just do with like society and the things I had said you know shortly before just now but yeah and then like thinking about Lotto where I'm like (laughs) where it's like I love Lotto like I've already said this like I'm biased like (laughs) But I also have, like, mixed feelings about, like, my love for Lotto. Like, I've always been super close with, like, mixed girls. And so, like, Lotto being, like, biracial, I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Like, am I colorist? Like, sometimes I'll just be like, am I a colorist? Like, I literally ask myself that every single day. Like, anytime I, like, have a fantasy or anytime I, like, see someone who's pretty, like, if I fantasize about somebody who's, like, light-skinned or biracial or, like, anything like that, or if I fantasize, not fantasize, I already said fantasize, but if I, like, see someone who's light-skinned or biracial, whatever, in real life, like, I'm constantly, like, really questioning my colorism, like, always, because I'm just, like, I feel like it's weird, like, the way that I go about, like, biracials or, like, light-skinned people, I feel like is so weird in comparison to how I am with, like, dark-skinned people, like, I, and this is, this might be just, like, me, me really, like, revealing myself in the worst ways, but it's something I want to change, like, it's not something I actually, like, want to do, like, I don't like this about myself, it makes me very uncomfortable, and I'm sure it makes a lot of other people uncomfortable as well, um, but it's just, like, I, I don't, I don't think I fetishize biracial or light-skinned people but I don't want to say that I don't do it because I'm not completely convinced that I don't do it like I feel very uncomfortable talking about this well not uncomfortable just very like okay (laughs) just awkward this makes me feel awkward to talk about not uncomfortable just awkward um but and obviously hashtag not like not all light-skinned or like biracial people do I feel this way about um obviously has more so to do with our standard of beauty and like the types of beauty that has been advertised to me and marketed to me as like beautiful and when I say my behavior and I think that it's like weird I mean it's like I feel like I get too excited now I don't get that excited when I first meet them which is why like I wouldn't call myself a colorist I Again, I'm not going to put it past myself to have, like, colorist tendencies or having, like, colorism that I need to, like, deal with and work through. But I don't... I just personally don't think I'm a colorist. I... And the like I said, the reason is because when I typically, like, meet somebody, no matter how beautiful, if they're light-skinned or, like, biracial, whatever, like, I don't, like, feel the need to get to know them. Like, that's something I may have felt when I was, like, younger, like, when I was, like, a tween, um and like early teenager because i remember thinking like oh my like i was part of that stereotype the stereotype of like oh my god like you're so pretty whatever blah blah anyway but like now as an adult like i've talked about this before where it's like actually like i'll meet like light-skinned people or like biracial people and i'll kind of like think negatively of them when i first meet them because i just 
make negative assumptions like with that girl that went to columbia university like i made negative assumptions when i first met her but then i ended up getting obsessed with her not like obsessed like stalking or whatever but just even to like there there was just like some weird tendencies there some weird obsessive tendencies there and um and even though when i first met her i didn't feel that way um after a while I did and I'm still unpacking why like a part of me is like is it because you know she wasn't like that passionate about getting to know me and as part of like that um being attracted to unavailability like I don't know what it was exactly that made me get ramped up about this person but I know that when I first met them and the only thing I had to base it off of was the way they looked I wasn't that enticed. Like, I really wasn't that enticed. Like, it wasn't too enticing. Um, But then after getting to know her, it changed. Like, maybe, like, it could just be getting to know her. But then it just makes me question, like, I don't ever get this way with, like, dark-skinned people. Like, I really don't. Like, with a lot of, like, dark-skinned girls especially, I'm, like, calm. And, like, that to me is, like, colorism. Like, that to me is, like, problematic. And, like, I get very, very calm. And, again, when I say colorism thing is problematic, it's, like, I'm trying to make sense of, like, this anxiety slash excitement that I feel when I'm around, like, light-skinned biracial people. Hashtag not all of them. I can't, I really can't stress enough. It's not all of them. But it's just, like, certain types. And it's, like, oh, maybe I have a type. But it's, like, how come if I actually have a type, how come like that isn't displayed with like dark scene girls but here's the thing actually because here's where i'm like okay so with dark scene people the reason why i get calmer is because like i don't want to fuck up and this is where i'm like this is where the part of me comes in was like i don't think i'm a colorist like i said definitely some colorism in there but it's like i don't think i'm a colorist for sure and like when i say for sure i mean like the think because i i i'm still figuring it out is because like i'll meet like a beautiful beautiful like brown girl or dark-skinned girl and i'll like want to be their friend like i'll still be attracted to them i'll still want to be around them but it's like i expect oh my god i just had epiphany oh my god but i expect to have like a deeper relationship and deeper connection with them and so therefore how i approach them is so different like i'm I feel like I'm more respectful, you know, and like, it's interesting because I'm really unpacking this right now because I'm saying all this stuff about like colorism, but at the same time, it's like, I do feel like objectively, like literally, like I, I mean, maybe not objective to other people, but to me, it's like, I feel like I come at like black women, like, and when I say black women, I don't necessarily mean like black women i mean like darker skin women i should should probably say that but like darker skin women like i feel like i come at them with like respect and i feel like i come at them with respect because one like from one to another you know what i'm saying from one to another but then also um <clears throat> but also like I feel like I register their beauty or perceive their beauty in a much more ethereal way. And so I feel like the way that I have to like, but this is the thing. I feel like all of this is very problematic. Like, I don't think any of this is a compliment. I'm just being honest with you. Like, I don't, 
<laughs> like i don't think any of this is a compliment i don't think anyone should listen to the things i'm saying and really feel complimented because a lot of it i look at it as like society like conditioning and like unlearning and like trauma all these things mixed in together because the reason why i say this is the more i think about it it's like with light skin or biracials like i feel like i sexualize them and i don't think i sexualize them like more than the average but i feel like even the average of sexualization is like way too much you know what i'm saying like it's just a lot it's a lot on average it's still a lot and with darker skinned black like not just black women but like darker skinned women um it's just different like i like i don't explain it like it's just different like i don't really sexualize them even if i think they're sexy even if i think they're beautiful like i don't sexualize them you know like even if i do see them as like even if i like perceive them as sexual beings and like see their sexual like organs or body parts like there's still something about darker skinned black women where i'm just kind of like I just approach them differently and I can't help but say it's like a respect thing because like me reflecting on it at this moment the only way I can identify it is a respect thing where it's like look like I'm not trying to like you know defile you upset you or anything like that and it's interesting though because it's like everything I'm about to say like a lot of things I'm like afraid to say because it kind of sounds like the rhetoric we've heard before but like the rhetoric is like for example everything i'm saying it makes me think of like oh is there fear and it's like yeah there's fear but a respect fear like when i was younger there was like a fear like i don't want to get beat up right like you know what i'm saying but even but like light-skinned girls biracial girls still got that too so like it wasn't just like you know um like a dark-skinned girl thing like that was just like a general like anybody that had any sort of like aggression or assertion like i would just be like bitch i don't want to get beat up um but like now it's like no i just like don't want to disrespect you like i don't want to get into an argument with you like you are someone that i like i just don't want to fuck this up but then with like light skin and like biracial specifically girls in this case i'm talking about girls but even with guys similar but not the same because of how i approach guys in general are different from how i approach girls but anyway so mostly all of this is like women females girls self self-identifying femmes girls all this stuff right femininity to the max in this in this realm right now but yeah so because i guess i should say how i approach femininity femininity is different from how i approach masculinity i think that is how what i should be saying but anyway so um so yeah right like with um so yeah like with with these like light-skinned girls biracial girls though i feel like there's like sexualization happening and that sexualization causes like this like default disrespect because it's like when i say sexualizing and like when i'm comparing like light skin and like biracial versus like dark skin and like brown skin it's like 
I really don't want to disrespect the dark skinned and brown skinned girls. Like, I just really don't want to do that. Like, that becomes like top priority. Whereas with like light skinned girls and like biracial girls, I don't think that at all. And even as we sit, I'm like really thinking about it. And I'm just like, yo, that's fucked up. Like, really unpacking that where it's like, no, like, with them, I just like, I for real just like come at them differently you know like I for real like and it's disrespectful and I am thinking about the disrespect and what I mean by that is that like I like it doesn't even cross my mind where it's like oh like I never okay for example with like a brown skin girl dark skin girls like oh I don't want to be disrespectful like I know they go through a lot da-da. I don't think that with like light skin girls or mixed girls and they do go through a lot in fact like they're also heavily sexualized as well by myself included like you know what I'm saying like so it's like I should be approaching them in that way and yet I don't right and so it's like I don't think like with them I'm just like really like enamored with their beauty when I think that they're beautiful and I'm just like oh my god like she's like you know like she's so beautiful like oh my god her body like all these things right and yeah like you know just all those things and then I'll, like, want to talk to them or whatever. But I don't necessarily have, like, sexual desires. Like, I don't befriend these people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to fuck her. Like, no, it's not like that. I'm just like, wow, like, I just want to be around this beauty. And, again, why I don't think I'm, like, full bread colorist and stuff like that is because, like, for the most part, I will not have someone around me, like, if I don't like them. Like, when I, again, when I was younger, it was a different story. But now, as I get older, like, I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now as an adult, like, I don't really, I don't really care. Um, obviously, like, all my bitch is pretty. But, like, <laughs> but what I mean by that is, like, I'm not sitting here like, oh, my God, like, she's so pretty. I want to be around her even though she has a shitty personality. Like, I don't, like, I'm not like that. But I was like that when I was younger. Anyway, so, and that wasn't, again, just, like, a light skin or mixed girl thing even though i did have a lot of light skin and mixed girl friends so that's where all of this comes from i've always thought about this especially once i turned like 22 and i really started to like think about my surroundings the people i surround myself with stuff like that but it's always like lighter skinned people and i always knew that there were certain aesthetics and vibes and energies i was going towards but really becoming more aware like self-aware of like my biases and my conditioning has made me realize there's certain vibes and aesthetics and like desires and wants and needs that i had were based off of my conditioning like they were based off of like oh for example Everything I'm saying, this is like basic, like we already know this, but I'm just like applying it to myself in a different way, like or in a new, in a way I haven't really explicitly done it before. But it's just like, you know, like if I have the vibe, like, okay, like pretty girl, like, you know, like a theater, like not even a theater, if I were to think about like my dream aesthetic, it's like pretty, like pretty, pretty trashy, plastic, classy like i don't even know how to describe it like it's like it's like a cocktail of pink pastel trashy shorts like 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 booty cut shorts that are like tight as hell and high-waisted suck my dick and like 
and like maybe like some spandex like very like sex appeal but like high class sex appeal midnight red wine dark features right but then also pastel blonde like overly hyperly sexual but in a very like like light way you know where like that like feeling of ethereal comes in i don't want to say like because it's not lolita i honestly feel like this is like a development like growing up i remember people like on tumblr and stuff like that be super into lolita but i didn't like lolita because for me it was never through the like this hypersexual feminine um the hyper the hypersexualized femininity was never through the male gaze but through the female gaze my gaze right and like my gaze is like the way i used to look at paris hilton the way like for example like paris hilton and nicole richie like when i was younger right like when i was like eight or seven and i would look at them and i'd just be like oh my god like they're just so like this hyper like the hyperness of their femininity and sexualization like the actual hyper part was so assertive it was so aggressive right and for me like that's the masculine energy so like for me there's no male gaze of like looking at paris or nicole it's like i want these bitches to bend over and like subject to my will like no i want to like watch these women like take over i want to be engulfed and absorbed in their energy like this this ultra femininity magic like i will just i will suffocate you like <laughs> like that that's what it is and to me that's the female gaze because that is what the woman is well that is what the feminine energy is doing all-encompassing like all-consuming absorbing everything and anything in its path and like using it for its benefit and that to me is like just like peak like paris nicole in the early thousands right Whereas with the male gaze, there's this, like, you feel this absorption, but it's like, you want to conquer it. Like, you want to break it. You want to, like, constrain it, restrain it, like, because it'll make you feel powerful. Like, the act of, like, making this smaller, crushing it, destroying it, makes you feel more powerful. And, like, that to me is a more, like, like male gaze. Not even masculine. I feel like that's more, like, male, male gaze. And, like, conditioned masculinity. Like, conditioned like exercising masculinity but like the conditioned version of it right um but anyway i think you guys get my drift so thinking about that though it's like everything i just described what i just described i described a blonde white woman right of like fucking norwegian descent fucking old white money like fucking trump supporting like you know what i'm saying like i love paris but like that is that is what that is right and then you have um nicole richie biracial which I will never get over. But it's just like biracial could honestly pass for like fucking Eastern European. Not really, but like honestly. Indian. Like she could li- racially ambiguous, honestly. That brown could be anything, honestly. But it's just like biracial, um, wealthy girl, you know, gets away with a lot, was able to like do all these things, rebrand and still be filthy, filthy rich and have respect 
right and i love nicole richie i was always a nicole person more than a um paris person i am still a nicole like i like i'm a nicole richie like fanatic i always was always will be and i liked her because she was brown and i like back then i didn't know she was biracial and it's like i knew she was lena richie's daughter but like people told me she was adopted so i was like oh so she's like white like you know? i don't know why i don't know why my i don't know i mean i do know why because she's always around white people so i was like oh she she must be white i don't guys anyway anyway so um yeah anyway plus i knew she was jewish i found this out in high school that she was like jewish and jewish people can be brown so i was like also speaking of like i need to be like educated on like judaism and stuff like that and i will educate myself on judaism because i was watching um kimberly nicole foster and she had the consciously featured on on like a video on for harry i believe and it was talking about like kanye and like anti-semiticism and just in general just actually i don't remember if that's what the episode was about but i do know that they were talking about anti-semitism and they like really educated me on a lot of like ignorant points that i have like for example or held but it's just like and have because i'm still working through it but like for example um like judaism being an ethnicity and like i had always thought about that where like my friends would say that to me and i would think to myself like yeah but they're still white but then it's just like realizing like yes there are white jews but they're also like non-white jews and i don't ever take that shit seriously and like that is an issue on my end like i like if you tell me you're a black jewish person like i literally cannot take that seriously and that is so ignorant that is so problematic like that's such an issue but like for real like i'm like how are you black and jewish because to me i feel like i feel like i have internalized the same like racism and prejudice that like or prejudice lol prejudice that like jewish people will have within their own community of like because i when i was younger like i grew up in like not grew up but like my father has always lived in like okay how do i word this because i'm trying not to be dramatic but since i was seven i've had an apartment um like my family's had an apartment specifically my father has had an apartment in a hasidic jewish neighborhood in new york in brooklyn so when i was a child i'd be around like these orthodox jewish people and they were always very vocal about like what is real jew and what isn't for example like if you were born of a jewish mother like you are a real jew like shit like that I feel like I've internalized a lot of the things I heard as a kid, like seven, eight years old, and then everything and anything else that like added on to it as like confirmation bias versus just like ignorance, like all of these other things. Um, so when I think about like fucking, <laughs> when I think about, um, you know, like the the jews uh i can be very ignorant and so like i'm definitely like working through that and i'm excited because i love to like learn i love to be educated but more importantly like i i do let's be educated i love to be like proven wrong and obviously i'm a human being so like not all the time like obviously but most of the time i don't mind being proven wrong because that just tells me that there's more for me to learn about the world there's more for me to discover in the world and i love that like 
there's a reason for me to learn more about Judaism now because there are black people who can be Jewish. And it's not because there are black people who can be Jewish, but because I'm like, how the fuck can a black person be Jewish? Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just where I'm at. And it's like, again, I'm not saying that they can't be Jewish. I just, I'm just ignorant as to like how. And so I'm excited to learn more. Like, I'm excited to learn like how that could be possible. Like, can I take that seriously? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is it manipulation? to take that shit seriously and it's like no like they really exist and i'm like that's crazy like i'm like that's crazy and i've always known they've existed but like it's the same way when you like i mean this is actually a perfect example but it's like when you meet like a black person that's like anti-black like i mean like uncle tom like fuck black people like they should all die like like those like the way that i feel like for some people it's hard to fathom that there are a lot of black people like that like i would say honestly they're they'll they will always be a minority but there are a like there are enough black people in america in the world all of the diaspora that like hate black people like they like hate they hate black people more than anything and they will do anything in their power to like destroy black people and they're black you know what i'm saying but i feel like the way that like for some people who've never come across people like that like you can't fathom it because you're like but you're but you're black like you're ultimately hurting yourself by believing in this and so it's like that's how i feel with like not taking like black jews seriously because it's like i feel like all i'm doing is hurting myself in that ignorance so i'm excited to learn more about it i will learn more about it um and just just yeah lol just yeah anyway (laughs) anyway um yeah but what was i talking about because i was talking about like lotto biracials oh yeah just i mean this just essentially just turned into like a because i was gonna talk about my anxieties and like none of these things like really make me anxious as much as like i said all of this makes me like awkward to talk about because it's like weird flex but okay but i'm like not flexing but it's like but you know like when you just like will say random shit sometimes i mean nobody i don't really think people say weird flex anymore but i remember like pre-pandemic like i would like just be saying random shit that i realized about myself and people would be looking at me like weird flex but okay and i'm like i'm not flexing i'm trying to have a conversation (laughs) i'm trying to have like a real conversation about being problematic but bitches would rather pretend like they're not problematic than like actually do the work to be less problematic and like i don't fuck with that i'm sorry like and the reason i don't fuck with that is because it's like do you know how hard it is to do this like even just to give you an idea like if you're listening to this god knows how long it's taken me to like have the courage to share this type of shit with people and i do this shit on a day-to-day basis and i get so much like shit for being imperfect but i'm also leo rising and sometimes i get worried that like like one bad thing will happen one time and i'm like everybody fuck like, i feel like that happens to me a lot where like i'll get like one critique and i'll be like wow like everybody has a problem now and it's like so let me not say that but i will say though it's hard to be real about your opinions and your ideas and your beliefs especially like nowadays with persecution culture fuck cancel culture i like i don't talk about cancel culture right now but it's just like but like persecution culture is definitely what's happening like i don't believe in like shaming people i don't believe in any of those things i believe that if somebody does something shameful then just talking about it will be enough but i feel like if you have to add shame it's probably because what they're doing isn't as shameful as you wish it were you know what i'm saying like that's really what it is anyway but anyway going back to the lotto thing because like why i brought that up is because it's like i already said my thing about nikki 
and like why I felt uncomfortable criticizing her. But one of the reasons why I felt uncomfortable lifting up um, Lotto has less to do with Lotto personally. It more have to do with like, um, like the culture at large when it comes to like blackness, when it comes to like biracial biraciality. Like, <laughs> because I like I again like I said I'm biased. I love Lotto. Like I would be friends with Lotto. Like I literally love her. Like I've loved her since. The rap game when I was in college and she was like in high school, like you know what I'm saying? Like she was like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've always loved her. Um I truly believe that like she's going to be an executive. Like I truly believe that like and the thing that I really love about her, and this is where I struggle with is like I do believe that like biracial people should have like their own racial group, their own racial category, their own ethnic or whatever. They should have that because it's such a unique experience that you like only mixed people would understand what it's like to be mixed. And it's like you can like empathize, sympathize, understand, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like a mixed person's experience, only another mixed person could really speak to. And the thing is like there's so many like of like various mixes. Like you have some people who are mixed and they just look light skinned. You have some people who are who are mixed and look biracial like because they are biracial so it's a lot it's a lot and i'm not like i can't tell you how, how that should be i think that they should do it because they would know what's best like they would know what they relate to the most i'm sure a lot would happen because you have like the light-skinned mixed people being like oh um not even light-skinned mixed people but like you have like the obviously like uh like is it unambiguous or ambiguous? Because, like, I'm kind of... Like, hold on. But it's, like, you have the, the ambiguously, like, biracial, right? Where it's, like, um... You can tell... Wait, let me... I'm, like... Hold on. This is, like, kind of confusing me. I just need to make sure I'm using ambiguous right. Hold on. Okay, open to more than... Okay, so unambiguous is what I'm trying to say. So the unambiguous, like, mixed person or, like, biracial person, for example, like, Lotto, would have an entirely... And her sister would have, like, an entirely different experience from, like, someone who's, like, ambiguously, like, mixed. And it's, like, they have, like, a biracial parent and then, like, a full-blooded parent, whether... Of whatever race. So it's, like, they look mixed, but, like... You know what I mean? It's like, but if they told you that they were not biracial, you'd be like, I believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I believe that. You're just light. I feel like within there, like, within the mixed community, like, that would be beef. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. This might, like, be fucked up. But it's like, I would rather them, like, fight amongst themselves than, like, this be, like, a black issue. Like, I hate when, like, brown skin or dark skin girls have to, like, deal with, like, biracial girls or, like, light skin girls because, like, again, their experiences are different from ours how people approach us is different and even earlier i was talking about like how i approach it's like when i say none of this is a compliment is because it's like none of this has to do with you like i'm not talking about any individual mixed person biracial person brown skin girl dark skin. like i'm not talking about any individual that's why i'm like it's not really a compliment it has nothing to do with you personally like you didn't do anything to deserve any of this earn any of this none of that right but um with that being said, it's, like, what the, I guess you could say, like, neutral part of it, because I don't know if this is, like, a negative, I don't think this is negative, 
I think the neutral or I guess like positive aspect of this entire conversation is less to do with like me judging other people or revealing my biases, but more so um, acknowledging the sort of biases that do exist, especially within myself. Um, Because the thing is like with uh, dark skin girls and black girls is different because like they are... um, I mean, we are, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, obviously imagining this outside of myself because of how I approach them. Um, Everyone outside of myself, I should say. But I know, I mean, I'm going to say we, but I'm like, I look at them and I know, I know what we've been through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what we've been through. And I know that like any black girl that you see, confident, beautiful, doing her thing, had to fight for that. Like, she had to fight for that. Like, that's just that's just life. Like, she has to fight for that. Not because she doesn't deserve... Like, it's just because people are fucking evil. Like, that's just what it is. Like, that's really what it is. People are just evil. Like, you know, it's just it's literally... That's all I'm gonna say. Because it's like, if you abuse children, like, if you make someone feel... Like, you, like you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, a lot of brown girls, dark skin girls, it's like... It's just abuse. It's just straight up abuse from birth until like they reach a point in their adulthood where they're like, okay, I'm in so much more control than I ever have been. I'm not fucking with certain types of people. And like, that's why people will have this level of respect for them because like they know, everybody knows. Are people doing anything to stop it? Not many, but like people know. So people like will not like, cause they know, cause they're like, this bitch is going to defend herself cause she's had to. You didn't defend her. You didn't protect her. So it's like you, so they, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know, they know, like, you just go up, like, you have to come a certain way. Whereas with, like, light-skinned girls and, like, biracial girls, it's different. They don't got to do shit. People come out of the woodworks wanting to protect them. And in reality, it's not really about protecting them, but it's more about ownership, the proximity they have to their privilege, right like from whatever spectrum you're on whether you're whiter or lighter than these like light-skinned and biracial people specifically girls or darker there's a proximity whether it's to like blackness darkness or lightness whiteness that proximity like is very attractive to people all over the spectrum and so people will gravitate towards it and they'll quote-unquote protect these people protect these people specifically women quote-unquote protect them defend them whatever but in actuality they're just trying to possess them because if they possess them they could possess that proximity if they possess that proximity then like you know whatever like even for myself when I was younger for me it wasn't about proximity to whiteness or anything like that because I had my own proximities but it was a matter of like proximity to popularity Like, that's what it was for me growing up. Like, it was like they were popular amongst everybody. Everybody, like, wanted to look like them. Everyone wanted to be like them. And I wanted that response from other people. Like, I wanted other people to, like, want to look like me, want to be like me, and, like, obsess over me the way I felt like people obsessed over these girls. Anyway. But, yeah, but, like, now as an adult, it's like, whatever. (laughs) Now I'm like, girl, I don't know what you were fighting for, but that's why I'm like, the whole, like, pretty privileged thing. I'm like, girl, desirability politics is real, and there is definitely, like, good that comes with, like, being desirable for sure, but I do not. Like, that whole traditional belief of, like, pretty pretty privilege is so, like... 
I can't. Because I'm like, it's a privilege to want to be, like, owned. It's a privilege to, like, want to, to, like, not be seen as a person, to not be respected by default. Because I want to, like, unpack that, like, like, default, like, lack of respect. Like, because there's this, and I feel like it has to do with misogyny and the lack of respect towards, like, women in general. But it's, like, when you find a woman attractive, it's, like, you're a lot, like, all of a sudden, like, there's, like, this unspoken societal rule. Obviously, not with everyone, because people who are, like, woke, people who know, like, they know how to, like, come at all all women with respect. But it's, like, people like me and then people who are, like, probably worse than me. They're just, like, having, like, no, no idea versus, like, lack of idea. Uh, either way, though, it's, like, people who... Um, They'll just, like, see, for example, like, these biracial or mixed girls, and they'll just be like, oh, my God, um, like, you're so beautiful, like, because you're so beautiful, and like, because I'm gonna admire you, and, like, admiring someone is a good thing, like, it's a positive thing, like, you should want to be admired, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you should want to be obsessed over, right, so it's like when you go up to like a biracial girl or like a mixed girl, right? Like a light-skinned girl. It's not mixed, but like biracial, light-skinned girl. You go up to them and it's like you don't think that what you're doing is being disrespectful because you're like, no, like I'm putting you on a pedestal. How is that disrespectful? It's like, bitch, you don't know them. Like, like I said earlier, it's like all of like I have not mentioned like, yeah, I'm talking about like Lotto, but I'm not even talking about Lotto. None of this has to do with Lotto's personality. Like, and I'm not even talking about Lotto. Like, everyone I'm thinking about, I'm like thinking about general women. I don't even know how to be specific about what all these women have in common besides the fact that I found them to be beautiful and attractive and that they were also biracial or light-skinned. That's the only thing they all have in common is that I found them to be attractive and they were light-skinned or biracial. It's not personal, right it's not deep it's not real it's like it's not any of those things it's conditioned like it's just it's conditioned bias right anyway so yeah so i mention all that because um with lotto just i love her and it's like i just can't help but question like i mean okay with lotto i know it's because i love lotto and i love her sister too even though i don't really know much about her sister i just like because i know like during the pandemic lotto would like vlog or just like post her youtube video like youtube video youtube channel and so i would see her sister i know her sister name is brooke i know lotto's her name is Alyssa. i literally like Alyssa. like i literally love lotto but i love lotto because i just love her personality like that's really why i love lotto because i don't because li- i listen to lotto i prefer her features um more than her like actual songs i feel like lotto does a lot of like pop i don't really like it i feel like for her voice she really should do like more like hard trap like drill shit like i don't know like i feel like she really should do like it's interesting like kind of like the glow like glorilla's um sound i feel like lotto should do more of that but at the same time i don't listen to lotto so she probably already does have songs like that i just don't listen to it but um but like big energy was like super big but i didn't like it because like i don't really like music like that like i don't like rap songs like that 
at all like <laughs> anyway anyway but um but I love Lotto and I think that she's destined to like be like a lot of these male rappers um that just end up becoming executives like I feel like she's gonna end up being like that because I just since the day that she's popped up on like my um popped up in my world like I just I've just loved everything they've seen. She's a hard worker. She grinds. And I just can't help but respect that. I just can't help but stand that. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love Lotto. But I can't help but also just think about the fact that I'm like, okay, but she's also like biracial. <laughs> and so I'm like, do I have a problem or do I just... Or is it just a coincidence? Like, I don't know. And I really want to unpack it because I like as you guys know, like, I want to be a mom, and I just, like, just don't want to, like, have any, like, colorism unchecked. I don't know what skin tone my children are going to be. I don't, and even, it doesn't even matter just their skin tone, but also, like, they're going to be watching me and how I interact with the world, and I could be completely ignorant and just be like, oh, like, I'm not colorist at all, but then have colorist tendencies, and then my kid will be, like, fucking, like, 13 years old. God forbid it's a, well, not God forbid it's a boy, but God forbid, like, he's this guy, and and like he's a boy whatever cisgender heterosexual boy and all he does is go after like whites white girls or like light-skinned girls like that's embarrassing i'm so sorry like i know it's hard to raise kids i mean this in a very like non-personal way maybe there's like no non-personal way to say this i'm sorry i'm really sorry that like this is going to be disrespectful maybe i don't know i'm not saying this to be disrespectful i'm just being honest but it's just like black moms with kids with boys black sons who only like white girls or mixed girls like or light skin girls like that's embarrassing like i'm sorry that is embarrassing it makes you look bad and the thing is that's not to say that if your son or your child has a white girl or um, a light skin girl like it's not that there's a difference there's a difference between like oh his partner just happens to be light skin or white and there's a and then there are those who are like no i only fuck with white girls or like like you can tell you can just tell by their personality they're very uncomfortable with being like these type of boys are uncomfortable with being black they don't even know what being black means and they probably grew up in a household where they heard their black ass mom talk shit about black people especially black women and those type of black women the reason i say they're embarrassing is because those are the type of black women that truly are the problem and then when people react to them being the problem they just say that it's them as black women being the problem does that make sense because i feel like when you can listen to what i'm saying like basically what you're doing no (laughs) i mean you know you could say that you could argue that but i would disagree with it but what i mean and i mean very specifically because again i'm not saying like oh if you're like a black mom with you know because i get it like shit happens like i've talked i've crushed on white men before anyway and i definitely did not grow up in a household that was like yeah did a white guy like no I did not grow up in that type of household at all. I grew up in the type of household that was like dated, like married African, like <laughs> married African. Like that's where I grew up. Anyway, but but the thing is, is like, because I really do want to say this, because I feel very strongly about this. I always have my whole life. 
but it's like i'll meet so many black women who like especially like black moms who will be like i'm special i'm different like i'm on a different scale like they just think that they're on a different scale and i don't like black people like that like i don't like any part like any sort of black person within the diaspora like that i don't like that like this whole like oh like i'm a different type of black i'm a better black bitch no you're black that's it like your character you can talk about your character but don't sit for two seconds and think that your character makes you any makes your blackness any more or less valuable i feel like it's really important for us to always disconnect our value as like individuals um like that should not be tied into our color because that's dangerous i feel like that that is racism like that is truly racism is like connecting someone's humanity to something arbitrary like their melanin levels and it's like yes i understand it affects how other people will treat you da, 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 da. like i get that but it's like i don't know i just feel very strongly about like people especially black people being seen as human beings and seeing being seen for their character more than like anything else because we already get it they're black we we get it like <laughs> we get it but like there's more to them than just that anyway anyway um but yeah no i just i just because i can always imagine it because it's always a specific type, of, specific type of personality and they're always so confused and i think that's what i actually want to say is that like it's not the black women who know what they're doing like I, I respect them a little bit more because i'm like i actually respect them more and that's not saying that i respect them but i respect them more than the ones that don't know because and like about this about this part very specifically not as people and as characters again no but it's just like um i respect them in this situation a bit more because i'm like at least they knew what they were doing you know what I'm saying? at least they knew whereas with the like there's so many women like black women i'll meet because i'll know their kids i'll know their sons and they're genuinely like confused they're like what did i do wrong like what happened because their sons are anti-black and i'm like because bitch you're anti-black like you literally don't like to spend time with other black women specifically other black women because these are the heterosexual ass sons i'm like you literally sit there and you turn your nose at other black women for something as simple as like wearing a fucking bonnet in public you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, bitches will be black in public. And these black women will be, like, ill. And then they're like, why does my son only like white girls? I mean, I wonder why. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's literally never seen anybody respect black women, especially his black mother. She respects herself. She respects other people. Gonna be real with you. If you are sitting there, like, for example, because that's a perfect example. The type of black woman who'd be like, if she's wearing a bonnet in public, like those type of black women, I'd be like, do you respect yourself? Because I don't believe that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't believe you respect yourself. Because if you did, you would never be sitting here making, like, fixing your fucking face to, like, turn your nose at a bitch wearing a bonnet in public. Like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Like, if bitches want to wear bonnets in public, let bitches wear bonnets in public. If you want to say that that's not a classy look, that's one thing. But if you think that a woman isn't worthy of respect or, like, decency or acknowledgement of her beauty da -da -da, because she has a fucking bonnet on, but the same, but these are the same bitches, right? I mean this shit because this shit pisses me off. These are the same people 
I know I sound problematic because you know calling, but like to me, bitches is gender neutral. Bitches is gender neutral. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, but it's just, and I know people listen to like, it doesn't matter if you think it's gender neutral, bitch. Shut up. Anyway, (laughs) it's gender neutral in this conversation right now. But it's like, but in this case, yes, I'm talking about women. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me be specific. In this scenario, yes, I'm referring to these women as bitches that's fucked up. It's disrespectful. But the word bitches to me in general is gender neutral. So whatever. These, These people, okay? But it's just like literally... It makes me mad, though, because these are the same people who will literally, like, who will literally, like, sit... Okay, what was I going to say? Because, like, after saying that, like, what was I say? Um, Because they just talked about the whole bonnet situation. I was say how they don't respect themselves. And I was going to say, like, why I feel like they don't respect themselves. Oh, it's because it's, like... The reason I don't believe these women respect themselves is because I'm like, if you're going to fix your ugly ass face, I'm sorry, that's ugly. If you're going to fix your, fix your ugly ass face to look at someone and be like, why are you wearing a bonnet in public? And the thing is, like, I get it. Like, trust me, like, I get it. I feel like any human being gets it. There are certain looks where you're like, there's a time and a place for it. Right? I get it. But it's like the way that people feel like someone not dressing for the occasion means that they're like they deserve vitriol because that's what you get as a black person for not appearing in a certain way. That's what I mean by character being disassociated with like color is because it's like, no, like bitches be depressed, bitches be upset. And I don't talk about, I'm not talking about the people I was talking about before, like the other people. I mean, in general, like people are depressed, people are going through it, like people are tired. And sometimes like they just don't feel like dressing up. Like sometimes they just don't feel like wearing a certain outfit. Right. And as somebody who loves to dress up, it's like I would never sit there and look at someone and be like, oh, you're wearing a fucking bonnet at the coffee shop. Like, bitch, wear your fucking bonnet at the fucking coffee shop. Like, if that makes you feel comfortable, that's what's beautiful. That's what's sexy. And any black woman is always the older black women who were raised in a different time in a more, more harsh, like a harsher time towards black women, especially darker skinned black women, especially but it's like they'll sit there, fix their ugly ass faces to be like, ew, like, what are you doing this? Da, da, da. They're holding us back. Like, shut, shut, shut up. Shut up. I hate that shit. Because, like, you are the same bitch that's going to let all these other people, the way you're treating these other black women, you will let other people treat you like that of all races. Black people, black men, black women, Hispanics, Hispanic men, Hispanic women, Asian, Asian man, Asian women, white men, white women. You'll let all these people disrespect you these bitches be depressed they be sad they be ready to slit their fucking wrist bitch they be upset with their lives and you know what they're gonna do they're gonna put on a they're gonna put on a happy ass face and put up with all the fucking disrespect that all these other bitches like you know give to them share with them whatever you know and it's just fuck like i don't know i just get really mad like that shit makes me so mad because again these bitches like literally grow up and they be so confused like they're just like what did i do wrong and i'm like i don't know fam because you know why i said i don't know because i'm like i'm sure people try to tell you you didn't care to listen you were like bitch i'm right i'm correct my anti-blackness is the right answer and i was like you know what if you believe your anti-blackness is the right answer go be anti-black by your goddamn self like that's just how i feel about that anyway Anyway, I'm sorry. That was a lot. That was a lot. 
Like, I have never felt like I could claim New York because even though I was born here and lived here until I was like, like for the first eight years of my life, then I moved back at like 17 going on 18. I've been here ever since. I just, because I grew up in Virginia and it's very like, very sheltered or whatever, and I get made fun of for like how I talk, whatever, even though I don't, not anymore, but when I was younger, whatever. And like the things I was into, whatever, like, you know, um, yeah, like, I just never feel like I can, like, claim New York. But I feel like my New York side comes out more and more. Definitely not, like, like I'm not, like, New York, like, you know, like, Glorilla's New York, right? But it's, like, I got some New York, though. I got some New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, no, but, um, but, yeah. Anyway, so when it comes to, like, so I know I love Lotto. I know I'm biased towards Lotto. But I cannot help but, like, really examine the like the biracial thing like i just cannot help but be like bro like this is a pattern like this is a- <laughs> and it's like i don't have like black girlfriends as i always have but it's just like i don't know i definitely like love like biracial light skin just as much as i love black like, i think that's just what it comes down to um and I love certain white beauties. Not all white beauties, though. I'm sorry. Like, there are certain white beauties that I, like, really, really like. Like, I think, like, I just find it to be so attractive. Um, but those white beauties are, like, kind of... They're not rare. But I feel like it's a certain, like, ethnic group or a certain region in Europe. And the reason why I say that is because it's, like they all kind of look alike like the type of whiteness that i i find to be very attractive they all look alike and they all like hang out in the same type of environments whether it's in virginia whether it's in new york there's certain type of whiteness and they're always white like they're not the type of whiteness that you'll see around people of color like you know what i'm saying like that's the thing so i'm like there has to be some societal thing to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it has to be some societal thing. Because, like, there are some white girls that I meet. And I'm just like, oh, my God. You're so beautiful. I love you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, you're just so amazing. Um, and, yeah. Like, again, this is where I'm, like, sitting with myself. Where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, is this problematic? Because I'm like, you're so beautiful. You're so amazing. And I'm like, are they amazing because they're beautiful? Or are they amazing because, like, their personality is actually amazing? But it's like yeah their personality actually has to be amazing too though because like for real like i'm not a kid anymore like i don't really fuck around people if i don't like their personalities like i will literally like really like someone's personality and like not really appreciate their behavior and like have to struggle between like okay do i want to keep talking to this person or not and that's something that happens regardless of their skin color um what usually though makes me like turn off from people like really quickly or like without much hesitation is if i think they're stupid that's the only thing like if i think someone's stupid i don't even really believe in stupidity so like if i think someone's stupid that says a lot this is a lot because when i say i don't believe in stupidity just means that i believe that people like mentally ill so their brains can't work straight but for me to like deem you as stupid means that i believe that like there's a choice there like you're choosing to do this so it's like you are making a very conscious decision to to be in a state of stupidity and you're on your own like that's just i'm like you're just you're just on your own anyway like um 
but yeah i think i'm pretty much like covered with that but yeah my anxieties just comes from the fact that like colorism and really just like just watching that because it's like i okay so like okay so you know like some people they're like oh i want to marry like a white guy some people are like oh i want to marry like a black guy like i've always wanted to marry a mixed guy but i always wanted to marry a mixed guy not just because of the way that he looked because mixed people can look different and i didn't really care about the type of mixed he was i just wanted him to be mixed because i had always felt like ever since i was little i just always felt like mixed people like understood me the most like i because even though i'm saying all these things about like colorism blah 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 yada, yada, yada. in real time throughout my entire life i would just always feel like at home or like patron i don't know if patron is the right word um but i would always feel at home and comfortable with mixed people with like racially ambiguous people and the reason why i would feel that way is because like i felt like people never really knew where to place me and i would always meet like ambiguous looking people and i'd always feel the same way like i'd always be like oh my god like you know like we have like but that's the thing i don't want to say we have full person because i didn't think that i didn't think oh we have because i'm like black, black i thought black people that i was friends with had the same thing i just felt like they understood like the things that i like to pick and choose like the things that i liked the things that like i wanted to be around like i felt like they understood my navigation process more than like most like dark-skinned like black people did because even if they were like brown because i would meet like brown-skinned like black girls and even if, if they had like longer hair than me like if there was always something about them that like put them in a proximity to like highly desirable like to be being highly desirable they would always be like ew but it would but it was always like the the girls that were like confident in their privilege like those mixed girls that i feel the most comfortable with because they never needed to like exert which is probably problematic but it's just like they never need to exert like their power but at the same time they understood like the navigation of experience obviously until a certain point once we grew up because I don't really care what anybody says. If any place worth being, any environment worth, you know, coexisting in, not coexisting in, but existing in, um, cares more about your character than your looks. Anything that's focused on your looks is not worth it. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not. Like, that's something that's so ephemeral. Like, you're gonna change. Like, the way you look is always gonna change. So whatever is based off of the way that you look is just not worthy of your time because it's not going to last a long time um and it's scary i feel like as a woman navigating that especially like the closer you are to what's deemed desirable like it's harder to trust or know whether or not people actually want to if whether or not people actually care about you like, it's really, really hard to know because it's like, as soon as it becomes cool to shit on you, a lot of people will, you know? 
and it's just difficult and i feel like anyone who's been through those experiences like you just know because when you're like when you're you know not a threat to the people around you and i think it's not just mixed people who like there are mixed people who've been through this biracial girls who've been through what i'm talking about and they're not like me like they don't look like me and they have always like they've been in my position before so i'm not sitting here like oh it's like a mix like this is what people do with power anybody that feels like they have more power than you and it makes them feel safer to have more power than you this just applies to them right like what i just said applies to them anyway but um but yeah okay i'm like thinking about anything else i want to say but um sorry allergies I still have it. It's disgusting. Anyway, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Like, what was I talking about before? Anything more I was talking about? But yeah, so yeah, I'm not trying to come at like light skinned girls or, you know, biracial girls, whatever. Um, again, like I said, it really depends on the character and what people will do with their perceived power um and some people like they just want to feel safe and they use the abusive tactics that have been used against them to you know keep themselves safe so you know i get it, it's complex anyway but um but yeah like as i get older though now now as an adult i just want to be i just want to like be around people i can grow old with like people that i like am excited to share my life with i want to grow old with like that is really like what i want um and I want people that I find to be beautiful inside and out and I also want people who reflect me like I want to I've always been like this but I for real now as an adult I'm like okay I'm ready to like actually go after all the things I want and to build the life that I want to live but like I'm a very sexual person very open person and I want friendships where like I could be sexual you know right now I can't imagine like I have this one friend who I love to death her name's Anna I don't know why I feel like so like shy saying her name but it's like I would not want to have sex with her like what like, because she literally is like my sister if I like see you as a sister I'm like not gonna want to like be sexual with you um because I'm like incest no anyway like, even if we're not blood related but like outside but I be, i'm saying that but it's like i don't want to like fuck all my friends but it's like i want to like really start making friends that like i fuck like i really want to do that like i <laughs> like i want to look at my life and be like i've literally fucked all of them like i want to be like i fucked all my friends <laughs> but it's like intimate because it's like i feel like a lot of people i beat who do stuff like that especially when they're younger like it like it probably is intimate but it never feels intimate because it's like I don't know, something always just seems a little perverse about it. And it's like, this is perverse too. So it's like, I don't know. But I always get like scared because like shit gets like really dramatic when sex gets involved. And it's like, I'll think about like, there are these like Columbia kids, not the one I was talking about before, but these other like students, like former students. Well, not, well, some of them still go to Columbia, but there's like these Columbia students I met during the spring. And... <laughs> and like 
this is not funny but it was like this woman who was just like losing her goddamn mind like honestly that's just what it was and she found out that like these kids like they all fuck each other and she was like losing her mind she was just like losing her fucking mind i literally like recorded an episode about it it's super funny but i unpublished it because i was like just making fun of this woman i was literally just making fun of her and i just felt bad about it because i was like i don't know like she really like i feel like this woman is like going through it like she has like issues and she's very unaware of it and it's like bitch i have issues too like i'm not trying to like shit on somebody for having issues like you know what i mean like we all have issues but maybe one day i'll publish it because that shit was funny it was literally like the day after this all happened that shit was fucking funny but like anyway because it's like i i get it as somebody who like loses it like i'll like look back the shit that i've done and like laugh because i'll be like that was like a lot like (laughs) anyway where she's like losing her fucking mind like she's like you guys all have sex with each other she's like this is one girl she's like they don't respect you i was like girl what is wrong with you like i was like what is wrong with you honestly i'm like but you're just jealous i'm sorry but like when i see people act like that i'm like you're just jealous like you wish you could fuck all your friends you wish all your friends wanted to fuck you like that's really what it comes down to like you just wish all your friends wanted to fuck you like that's just all that it is that's really all that it is and like that's it but like that one was just going off and it was just funny but one thing i think about isn't like because like i said when people like have adverse reactions like that i'm like you're just jealous but the thing is is like but there is like reactions it's like not jealousy which is just like apprehension where it's like what if this gets messy like and i feel like the thing is like the the friend groups that all have sex with each other where it doesn't get messy like you don't hear about it like that's that's the kicker it's it's like it's like the the friend groups that do that and it's like not messy are the friend groups that like um are like dead ass like the friend groups that um that like they just don't talk like you wouldn't even know they all fuck each other like you wouldn't even know like you wouldn't know like you'd be like you all fuck it's like yeah because i feel like with those columbia students like you would never know like you would have never known i would have never guessed that never never guessed that they all fucked each other never because they're so like like i don't even know like i don't know how to say it because like i don't want to like be disrespectful you know how like there's certain things you just can't say without it sounding like an insult because people use it as that but I don't, I literally, because, like, they go to an Ivy League school, they're nerdy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean, like, they're geeks. Like, no, I mean, like, they're just nerdy. Like, they're they're super into, like, education and, like, studying. And, like, so, like, there's only 24 hours in a day. So it's, like, a lot of their time goes on educating themselves because that's the path that they've chosen and that's fine. But it's, like, to know that, like, in their off time these columbia kids they get wild like they get they get crazy they be doing shit with each other (laughs) i'm so childish i'm so it's just funny because like literally they're so good at just being like i'm a good girl (laughs) i'm like i like i do my homework 
they like they know how to play the game they know how to play the fucking it's so so funny i love it so much this shit makes me laugh so hard uh anyway anyway so um yeah yeah but um point is point is i feel like you just wouldn't know these people the only reason why we found out was because she like the girl like was open because there's nothing like she made no mistakes it's just you can't trust the older generation that's just what it is because she's young we're all young so i'm like i get it like sexual liberation you know like me i'm like it never gets too messy but like clearly not but like with this fucking like 40 year old woman she's just like what like <laughs> and honestly 40 isn't even old like this is new york like in new york 40 year olds live like this like they live like us so i'm like this woman was just like out of touch like she she's just out of touch but it was just so fucking funny like it was so it was so funny like i can't even lie to you guys like she literally was losing her mind and the entire situation itself wasn't funny but this one losing her mind itself was funny but she's just like these, these guys didn't respect you dude i'm like girl you're just jealous like you wish like you wish you wish all these dudes wanted to fuck you and you still had friends like that's just what it is like you know what i'm saying like it's so complex <laughs> me it's so complex it's not that complex but it's just it's complex enough but yeah it's just funny um anyway <laughs> anyway um but yeah i i think i'm like pretty much done i think because yeah it's so, like in conclusion i don't know i'm like monitoring my colorism and i do want to have sex with my friends like <laughs> but it's like i want us to like here's the thing it's like i don't want us to look like we all have sex like i need like mystery like i just want people to just be like something's going on <laughs> i don't want to be like they're like too close like all these people are way too close and it's like that's what i want like that's what i want i hope you want to be like they seem like a family but like not because like again no incest but it's just like, you know what i'm saying me i would never want to have sex with anna 10 years from now guys because like, i'm becoming more comfortable with my sexuality every day so we'll see what happens and we're not actually blood related so it's fine but anyway anyway um but yeah i think i'm pretty much done i think <laughs> kind of escalated but yeah um i just had to like i just thought about the lotto thing though because i had to talk about that because i think about that a lot where i'm like am i colorist like i'm just like am i colorist like am i an idiot like because i think like i said and i feel bad because i'm sure there are a lot of like black moms with you know these sons that like only and i also think it's embarrassing when their daughters are like that too but it's different with the daughters i don't know because actually no i'm gonna talk about that another day because with the daughters i have to unpack like my own internalized like racism and colorism with that because because some of y'all could probably listen to this like i hear it already with these kids like with these boys but the thing is like with the boys um or like their moms it's just that like 
the moms what kills me is just that it's like is that they just really be surprised like that's really i think what kills me is that like the moms are just like i like why is this happening i'm like because you thought you were like because i guess for me it's like you really thought you were worthy of being looked up to like that's really and i know that like that probably sounds really fucked up because like if you get what i'm trying to say like it's really fucked up and i do genuinely feel some ways about this like i really do like i feel a way not some ways i feel a way about this because again i'm not trying to be disrespectful i'm not i i can only imagine how hard it is to be a parent like i can only imagine and even that i can't even fathom i honestly can't even fathom that's a lot of pressure that's a lot of responsibility but it's like you really thought you were worthy of being looked up to like and a lot of these women what they all have in common is that they live lies and the lies is that they're somehow a better version of black than any other black person going through their own shit like you really thought you were better and you're not you never have been and you probably never will be because of like how you're acting how you're being you know anyway so yeah just yeah you know um yeah because like for me and i think also it's very personal where it's like these women i would resent them as a kid because they i felt like they ensured that i got trapped in a prison because growing up i was one of those kids you know the very like throw rocks behind your hands and like people could never like oh she's a good kid even though after a while very quickly they could tell like i you know i'm saying it's like oh sums up but um that was one of those kids was like oh she's a good kid before like high school whatever and um i used to like hate like black women like that like adult black women like that in my life because i want to be free i want to express myself i want to be honest i want to be real and be a human being and they'd be like no like they would make me feel bad about myself for not being this caricature and like the caricature i know people typically think about caricature with like you know like stereotypes or like being you know like quote-unquote ratchet or whatever but caricature to me is also like the this like prim this prim bourgeois blackness like i don't fuck with that and i'm not gonna act like i can't i'm gonna really do my best and not talk about something i don't understand because with me at this point in my life i'm like it has to do with like racism and people's just navigation of the abusive system that we're all subjected to but i just can't fuck with that like i really just can't fuck with women like that because like that shit really makes me angry because i'm like you're just as bad as the ghetto as the quote-unquote ghetto bitches you're always talking about too like you're just as bad you're just on different sides of the spectrum like you're both caricatures like you're both pretending to be something that's like not real or conducive with humanity or at least with your humanity where it's like i don't fuck with that but i'm sorry like i just do not fuck with that and um Yeah, I don't know, but I'm still figuring things out because it's like, I used to be one of those, like, you know, and I still kind of am, though, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I still am like that. I feel like I haven't really changed. Like, I feel like, I feel like you look at me and you think that I, like, wouldn't have orgies. And I have not had one, but I want to have a bunch of them. And I don't know, I don't know, I take 
back. I feel like you look at me and be like, she has orgies. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like when you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like when you first meet me, you're like, there's something there. There's something there. And that's, that's all that matters. That's all. <laughs> Whether it's orgies or just straight A's, it doesn't matter. Something's there. Something's there. <laughs> anyway, no, I said straight A's because I can't think of like the adult version of that. Like pay all your bills. That's embarrassing though. Like, <laughs> Like, paying all your bills being the equivalent to being a straight-A student is weird. I think that's weird. Being an adult is hard, so, like, that's weird. And that's what I mean by, like, those type of black women. Where it's, like, this, like, oh... And it's, like, there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Like, obviously, like, I'm not trying to say, like, if you're proud of having your bills paid. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But you guys know what I'm trying to say. Like, I just get mad because they'll be sitting there, like... I don't get, like, why he's, like, with all these white girls. Because you think he wanted to be with a woman like you... Someone who's so unaware of themselves. Someone who'll sit there and, like, make people feel like, including their son, making them feel like you're not allowed to act in certain ways. You're not allowed to be a certain type of person, which is, you know, who you really are. Because it's not good enough. It's somebody who's worthy of being disrespected. It's not even about how other people see it's about how I see you. Because I disrespect other people in the same exact manner for the same exact shit. And I probably disrespected you in the same exact way, disrespected myself in the same exact way. A lot of people disrespect me in the same exact way. Like, why would anybody look up to that? Like, I would not want anybody that I love, no girl, no girl, no black girl that I love, I would never want them to look up to somebody like that. And not saying, like, their entire character, but I mean, like, if if they're in that state of, like, I'm better, bitch, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not even that smart. Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're sure as hell not better and you're sure as hell not that smart. You know? So, yeah. Just, yeah. Um, And, like, you can outgrow this. Again, it's not like a personality trait. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I'm, like, describing a kind of, like, a type of person. But it's not even, like, a per. Like, you could literally outgrow this. You can literally just outgrow this. So, like, for me, it's not even that serious, not even that deep. But, like, you got to do the work to, like, be smarter than that. You got to do the work to be wiser than that. You do. Because all you're really doing is encouraging your son. And specifically in this case with, like, the cisgender son and the black mom. It's like you're just encouraging your son to devalue you and other black women. Like, that's all you're doing. And, like, for you to, like, be so unaware of that, again, it's like, why should anybody look up to you? You're not even aware of your own actions. Like, what's admirable about that? What's so admirable about being, like, not aware of yourself or your actions? You know? Anyway, um... But, yeah. Just... Yeah. Um... I think I'm pretty much done. I'm kind of stressed out because I'm about to, like, start my day. And I am going to work, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, um, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, struggling. (laughs) I'm just, like, struggling because I literally, guys, you understand, like... I like I have to, I'm getting paid on Friday and like I've just been so 
backed up payment wise like i've been having to pay for a bunch of shit and it's like i've been like buying weed and it's like i literally owe like money and i'm not worried about paying for it like they will get paid but it's just like i want to like get my weed before then and i'm just afraid because this is new guy he's not even new but he's like new i just farted anyway (laughs) he's just like new to like this like doing this in the morning and so it's just like i'm like just give me the weed like you guys will be paid all the people who've been here they know they know unemployed employed you will be paid but what you need to do for me is give me the shit now (laughs) like i need this shit now and that scares me that makes me anxious because i'm like oh my god i have a problem and it's like honestly like no i'll be fine i'll just be annoyed because i'll be like bro this day could have been even better and now it's not anyway i'm done thank you guys so much for listening i love lotto i will always respect nikki um even if i don't fuck with her behavior and therefore like just cannot fuck with her she hasn't done anything yet from like i'm not not done anything yet but there hasn't been any confirmation on her actions just a lot of speculation and a lot of her succeeding and making sure people don't realize or know how fucked up she really truly is um i think she's succeeding in that but i'm waiting um for everything to like for the house of cards to fall apart so that we can all just like move on because i'm just like nikki at this point is just trying to save her own ass and that's all that it is and i'm over it because i'm like girl i don't care no offense the music isn't even that good anymore so like i don't care just like collect your royalties and like call it a day i'm sorry i feel so bad saying that. i'm like i can't believe i'm talking about like Nicki minaj like this because i'm like i like to think every time i do these episodes like as if i was talking to these people as human beings like the way that i would like and the thing is reality like no like i've taught i've literally called jay-z a coward before which i literally will think about at least three times a week and i'll just be like bro if i were to ever meet him i'd be like dude like i want you to know like i know i said that but like i still respect you all this other thing i just i just can't help but feel that way when i'm like i i can't help but feel like you used kanye as a puppet and it's like negatively impacted him like one of the reasons i mean it's not jc's fault it's not even jc's problem like this is kanye's issue this is kanye's life nobody else's problem but still you know what i'm saying like still i feel that way um but at the same time like the way i said it like what i really said like, i would never sit there and be like jc you're a fucking i would never i would have to be in an argument with this man like i would have to be in an argument with this man and like with nikki i would just avoid her like i would literally like I mean it like I would just avoid her like she scares the shit out of me and I know that's not like weak shit because like I'm saying New York New Yorkers would never like <laughs> like have you guys heard Glorilla like Glorilla have you guys heard Glorilla like was it in like the remix um in FNF remix where she's like she says she she can't come out she can't come outside today that means she's scared right I like that just be like bring me back to my fucking childhood bro i didn't even nobody even try to fight me because they knew but like <laughs> they knew i couldn't fight but it's just like but with nikki it's like i don't know i just be want to stay away 
Because I'm like, look, too much drama, too much drama. I can't. Like, she scares the shit out of me. Like, I can't. I fucking can't. Anyway, I love Lotto. And, yeah. I hope that one day I can meet her and her sister. And I hope that I can call her Alyssa. Because I love the name Alyssa. So I just, like, I, I hope that one day I can be friends with Alyssa and Brooke. That's how I feel. That's what I want. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, please. I mean, by the time anybody listens to this, this day will be over, but please hope and pray. And hopefully in my next episode, I can like give you good news that like I can get weed, even though I don't get paid until Friday. Um, let's hope that all of that works out and that all of that is okay like just please pray for me please anyway um yeah okay bye wait i want to add one thing it's like kind of a stressful week like i said so that's why like i just need it this week like i've been really good but i've just been really stressed and that's just been helping me so pray for me okay bye